3: You're listening to studio 22 Hey Gina. We're popping in from Las Vegas, everybody. Thank you, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hi. We are in Las Vegas. Um, We are setting up for, hey Chanel. We are setting up for a really cool podcast. One that we've never done before. Technically Um, we have Gino Bernardo, an amazing head chef who's out here. He's the head chef at the Summit Club, uh, Discovery Land property in Las Vegas. And along with a big storied career that we're really excited to chat about. Um, But yeah, we're out here. We, you know, setting up a little BTS action. Yeah. We got the split screen going. I got my new municipal hoodie with the Summit Club logo on it. We're rocking, and I'll shut up now. Brock, how are you doing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, my lower back is firing right now, as I've done this drive to Vegas three times in three days, <laughs> two days. You're, you're a traveling man. But uh, I'm good, good, it's good to be back. I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm excited to shoot this podcast with Gino today. He's a legend. Um, did, you, did you tell him, did you say what we were doing during the podcast?
4: No, no, I, le- I left it for you.
3: Perfect. Okay. So during this podcast, uh, Gino is a world renowned chef. He's worked with everybody and he is the top of his game, you know, and he is going to cook for us live while we do the podcast. Um, we're shooting it a little different, a little more. I don't know. It's gonna, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's something different. It's going to be fun, but we're going to get some really, really good food and have a good time and we're excited to share it with you guys. But um, yeah coming live from Vegas
4: yeah it'll be cool we yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna get some recipes and some stories and cooking with celebrities and um, you know I know he has a lot of fun family secret recipes he can share with us and um, we'll see how it see how it goes uh, Spencer Robin and Jennifer say hi <laughs> Hi guys. <clears throat> I don't know if you caught that but you said hey guys um, and there's some news we wanted to cover too in the world of entertainment and business and tech and astronomy, actually, one of my favorite topics. Um,
3: it's a little weird not having the headphones on. I'm not gonna lie.
4: I know. I yeah. know, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. But as, as long as they're hearing us and we're all good, if um, I look...
3: Oh, on yours, if I look to the left, I'm looking to the right. Why is it, it's flipped. Well, that's funny.
4: So, a couple things. Some pretty big news with all of the CEOs of all the big social media companies, like Meta, X, Discord, TikTok. Um, All the CEOs are testifying in front of Congress on January 31st, and they're addressing, essentially, security issues um, and, you know, inappropriate content that they claim to be, you know, guarding against for children. Um, but, you know, haven't been, I guess, but, but we'll see, it's going to be really big news. And, um, you know, Zuckerberg, I'm not, it's not Elon, he, he hired that new CEO, I think. Um, but yeah, it, that'll be something to look out for in about two weeks. Brock, how do you think these CEOs will handle this? How do you think the problem has been, you know, in the past? Like, do you feel that these platforms are secure for children and there's enough safeguards in place?
3: And, and when you say do you mean like Facebook and Instagram and kind of like Meta, X, TikTok. Discord,
4: TikTok? Yeah, all the big ones.
3: I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say for kids. No, I don't think it's, I think it's, uh, and that's the internet too. The internet's a crazy place. Right. But I don't think there's enough safeguards personally. There's too much risque stuff online, especially Twitter's always been, I don't ever use Twitter, but it it is like you can have anything on Twitter, right? Like people post some pretty scantily clad type stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, New word, but, um, yeah, TikTok. I think I think a lot of stuff too, just in general, has kind of been um, they're pushing pushing the limits on things they shouldn't. I guess I don't know. There's there's a little too much skin showing out there. Um,
4: yeah, and like you know, Elon's big thing has been what's the line of like his his whole thing is like freedom of speech, right? But this isn't really. It's kind of freedom of expression, but it's more security and children and safe content, right? So it's like a different fight. It's not really the one. It's one thing to say
3: something. It's a different thing to show something. Yes. And I think there's stuff on the Internet. I mean, I get videos of, I don't even know if I could say them, but people losing their life is being shown on Instagram all the time. Like, that's
4: insane. I know YouTube has a big problem with that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting trial or it's not, I guess it's not a trial, it's a hearing, but you know, it'll be interesting to see what they say. That's in about two weeks. Yeah. Um, another thing with Google and YouTube is Google has been limiting YouTube pages on Google searches. There's been a huge decrease in YouTube pages appearing in Google searches and, you know, they're getting a lot of heat for it. And you always wonder, we're going into 2024. It's an election year. Does that have anything to do with it? Are they cracking down on censorship? You just don't know. But you know, it's so hard to like, get information. And obviously, we we love YouTube, we love being on the platform. I think it's a great platform. But um, it is owned by Google. And you know sometimes it could be as simple as changing the algorithm and people catching up with that Um, but there has been a drastic decline in the uh, searches what do you think about that Bracky?
3: so wait what's exactly it's like Google and YouTube are what exactly like so
4: the YouTube pages aren't it's funny I'm like looking right but I I should be looking at the screen Um, YouTube pages are appearing drastically less in Google searches, right? Oh, so if you search for something on Google, as a creator, as a YouTube creator, we're less likely to show up in that Google search. And but that's it's, what it's been showing.
3: But it's, you said it's owned by, YouTube is owned by Google. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like counterproductive? Like that's, you, right. would, you would want one of your companies to be more successful, would you? Unless it's like easily accessible, more, more easily found? Wouldn't that be like the reverse of what you'd want? I feel
4: you'd assume, right? I mean, I that's perfectly logic, logical to me. I think it's more of like a it could just be an algorithm change or, or a censorship thing. But I don't know, man. It's these these ones are tricky, right? It's like these are giant companies, biggest companies in the world, and even a minor shift in like an algorithm can really affect a lot of people and a lot of people's livelihood. And, um, think about that with Instagram. I
3: mean, how many times has
4: there been an issue where
3: you couldn't post or show, look at your feed or the engagement or whatever it may be. One algorithm got changed. I, you know, I've got a lot of friends who are big influencers and obviously I've done it for a while. Um, but, they know people at you know, the headquarters of, of companies like YouTube. and
4: They have like insiders kind yeah, of. Yeah,
3: exactly. And there's been moments where even the, the people that were working there, something got changed and they're like, we have no idea what happened or how to fix it. And we're trying to figure it out. And it just brings down the whole system, you know, or changes it. But everything's evolving. Everything's changing. Some things are the, the way people are digesting content, seeing content, wanting to view it it's just it's different and then the ability to reach people is getting i think to a degree more difficult i think um some people are still excelling very great but it's also that's that's the ebb and flow of life you know and it's the same thing with content there's different types of content creators that connect and and in, in this time in this moment uh but you know a year from now six months from now five years from now it might not be the case so yeah it's it's ever evolving but I don't know. There's a lot. That's interesting. I don't know.
4: A lot going on there. Well, we'll pay attention to it and keep everyone updated, uh, updated on how it progresses. Um, moving on to our entertainment news section.
3: Robin said it best. They always sc- have to screw with a good thing.
4: Right. <laughs> and Gina, too, Like kind of going back to that first combo, drawing the line between freedom of speech and taking it too far. I mean, that's absolutely right. And it's yeah. kind of like an ever-changing thing kind of figuring out where those goalposts are Um, Coachella headliners for 2024 there's some rumors out there Tyler the creator is maybe one of them who else Brock who would you like to see headline Coachella I'd give it a shot you (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right a little country music. I like that
3: I'll give it. Oh yeah. Yeah. who was it? Stagecoach post Malone is supposed to be headlining. He's coming out with oh, a country album or uh, yeah.
4: some, I have some offline news to tell you
3: insider. Remind info. me of that. Um, sorry. We're not sharing that with you guys.
4: Oh, Doja cats. Another one in the mix. Tyler, the creator. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I mean, Lana pers- Del Rey, Lana Del Rey. Sorry.
3: Yeah. I don't personally really enjoy, Coachella anymore, so I'd rather talk about Stagecoach.
4: All right, well, that's it for that. topic <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
3: I've seen some good people there. I mean, even even who was Beyonce's performance was insane, right? Yeah, no. Um, uh,
4: I, I my favorite really of all Beyonce, time had but. probably been the Dr. Dre Tupac hologram. I thought it was just because Eminem, Fifty Cent, Dr. Dre, like everyone came for that. That one was um, that one
3: actually was pretty scary for
4: me. Uh oh. Yeah. And then I was there. It was nuts. The other one, what was the other big hit? Red Hot Chili Peppers way back in the day? Did we go
3: to that together, or do we not know each other then? No, that was Tupac. pre. That was before we knew each other. Yeah.
4: Wow. The dark times. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of cool. We we are kind of more stagecoach guys. I can thank Brock for that. Um, I transitioned to stagecoach. Yeah, no, there's some
3: great artists I'd definitely like to see at Coachella, but the the reason I like more, you know, I lean more towards Coachella, obviously, I mean, a stagecoach, obviously, I love country music, but yeah. to me, what it's always felt like is Coachella is a bunch of different genres and different stuff, which is fun, right? And there's different crowds of people. But when you go to stagecoach, it's like everyone's there for the same type of music. Um, and it's not as big. Definitely smaller. but it's 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 kind of all the same vibe right and so I feel like you go in and you get a consistent good time versus Coachella is kind of like at times it's fun but if like the guy you wanted the two people you want to see that day are across the field playing at the same time it's like and then all you have is other people that you don't know or don't enjoy as much and then you get interesting people and I don't I just feel like Stagecoach is more chill more, I think it's more of a good time personally but. yeah
4: you're rolling the dice a little bit more with Coachella on like who you can get to in time for sure yeah but both both great um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Benny Blanco and Selena Gomez they were uh, seen at the Lakers game courtside together and I I thought it was the one I was at with uh, pops and little bro but it, but I think it was like a few games after um but Benny is a great guy and he's the man shout out Benny <coughs> um you
3: said you you uh you met him you know him
4: yeah a couple times yeah, yeah he's a good dude he's a good dude good. um it's fun seeing him seeing him uh, out there and next time he's at a Laker game I gotta
3: yeah they seem like they're uh they're really in love are they engaged or
4: I think just like- I thought this was more of like a obviously I don't know for sure but um, I think this was more of like a new thing I want to say maybe can anyone else help us in the chat with that I'm sure they will uh, yeah we'll get oh uh, yeah yeah is great um, but okay so that was just a quick shout out I wanted to give to Benny but big news in entertainment Tom Cruise signs a deal with Warner Brothers to develop and produce original and franchise films this is a pretty big deal it's a non-exclusive setup so he can still make you know all the other stuff with Paramount and you know everything he's doing but if you think about it with Warner Brothers Tom Cruise did Edge of Tomorrow, Interview with a Vampire, Eyes Wide Shut, Rock of Ages, Risky Business. So, like, he's had an incredible career with them. And, you know, I'm excited about this. I I think Tom Cruise is (coughs) crushing it right now. And, you know, I'm really excited to see what they get um, going with this. What do you think, Brock?
3: Yeah, I'm curious what if they have anything in mind in the moment but uh i mean regardless of your view on tom cruise whatever it may be personally um he's i think one of the most talented and definitely the most talented um like stunt actor uh but actors in the world just based off one his body of work two his uh, his craft he's incredible and then what he's able to do physically and, and stunt-wise is you, nobody can even touch him. Yeah. Um. So as far as like entertaining and films go, it's, that's amazing. Just to know that Tom Cruise is going to keep making awesome movies is pretty great. In and my opinion.
4: Real quickly in the chat, thanks for stopping in, Maggie. Appreciate it.
3: And Chanel, thank you for the uh, what's that called? The super chat.
4: Oh, did the you? Oh, oh, sorry, I missed it. Oh man. Yeah, Chanel, Blackwell Chanel, so for 10 dollars. Thanks for the heads up on the live. Of course. We, um, that's something that you know we should be on every time, so I'm going to do a better job of doing that every single time, and we're going to do a lot more lives for sure. But thank you. Thank you <laughs> thank you.: uh, But yeah, no, I, I really do think that's a big deal for Hollywood right now coming out of the strikes and, you know, they need their best people making their best films. And this is Warner brothers and Tom Cruise. So like, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be good for the industry. Um, and we'll keep everyone posted on movies that they do. And um, if anybody watching is in casting, directing, producing yeah. <laughs> you know, like, give me a holler,
3: <laughs> I'm ready.
4: Yeah. If they need a writer or an indie producer, Holler at uh, Studio 22. We're literally shouting out ourselves. I love right. it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, SpaceX launched another Starlink satellite from California. Or they are going to tomorrow morning um, to improve, I guess, you know, Starlink's coverage in, the, in our state, which would be great. Especially um, since I just got it. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that right yeah. so you got it um for like camping and stuff right like yeah how does it. it work
3: it's it's pretty
4: cool so um
3: it's got the dish I got the you the roam version you can pay for different types of service um, and i you get the dish and it has like a 150 foot cable and you put it out in the middle of nowhere with without obstructions and then you plug that into the modem and then that just goes into a power source and then once you do that you're it finds the satellites, kind of adjusts itself to, to find them, and then you have full service in the middle of nowhere. So, um, which is oh sorry, only, it was the only way I stay connected when I went camping over uh, over New Year's.
4: Hell yeah, dude! Th- this um, they're actually doing it at midnight tonight, and oh really? um, Had- you can watch on SpaceX X account Twitter account.
3: Have you ever seen the the satellites, the space a- or the Starlink satellites, I think
4: I've seen some of the launches and and videos of yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool
3: I saw them uh, Months and months ago. I was in Texas and it looked there was a line of Like 20 of them and you swear you think it's it's UFOs They look like yeah, and and then you google it and it's it's Starlink satellites because they're all in a row going through the sky It's kind of crazy to see
4: hell. Yeah, we should watch it tonight Um, from the blackjack table (laughs) Um, It will be the 18th launch and landing for this particular booster, according to SpaceX mission description, launching out of Vandenberg Space Force base on wind.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing (sighs) in America.
2: Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too.
5: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
4: Day, midnight. Um, hell yeah. And that's pretty cool. The... Oh, here's kind of a cool Sky thing. Tree. a little A little tip and trick for, you know, around the house. You can... People right now... And by the way, I did this, and I love it. People right now are taking charcoal and putting it around their homes because charcoal you know they have like charcoal toothpaste that's incredible to get stains off and keep them clean it charcoal has like a very strong antioxidant in it like a filtration system built into it's like molecular structure so like charcoal is very very good at keeping your air clean in your home and people are getting pretty crazy with it and putting it around their homes and stuff to keep the air quality cause it can help with mold and allergens and pollutants and you know, pet allergies. So, um, it's kind of cool. A little tip. Uh, yeah. Rowan, 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 I want to get that right. Uh, charcoal is the best toothpaste and stuff. hundred percent. I've, I, and it looks kind of cool too. Cause it's like black in your mouth and you're like, it's different. It doesn't seem like toothpaste. Um,
3: yeah. Two of my, uh, water filters, Berkey filters are charcoal.
4: Oh no way! And
3: they last for years.
4: There you go. I, I bet you could use that in like camp. You take it camping or oh something, yeah. right?
3: You can filter pretty much anything through it, and it comes out amazing. Um, and yeah, like I said, lasts for years. But it's it's a really incredible filtration system. Uh, those Berkeys are are really cool.
4: What's it called, Berkin?
3: Uh, Berkey. Berkey. Yeah. I got a. I think it's a four and a mm-hmm. half gallon, oh, and then a one and a half gallon for the truck. Put in the trailer, yeah. Hell yeah. It's just nice, you know, if you're out and there's a stream or something like that, you know, you can drink fresh water. I always recommend with camping and stuff like that to have at least. Oh uh, yeah. Two to three sources of water or water filtration systems. You know, you can get those life straws and stuff like that too. But the the Berkey's are really good. Worst case, not even worst case, but last case is always boil it. Is usually pretty safe.
4: Like iodine tablets. Iodine's like good that. too. It just
3: tastes horrible.
4: It does. I remember yeah. doing that camping when I was yeah. younger.
3: That Yosemite and everything. You're like, Oof. but um, yeah. There's a bunch of different ways to do it.
4: Uh, Gina, Dean Devlin, and Jerry Bruckheimer, amazing producers. Oh, for sure. Bruckheimer. I mean, he's done great, great films. And Rowan. It's Rowan, like the tree. Uh, thank you for <coughs> correcting me there. Thank you
3: for educating me because I didn't know there was a tree. That <laughs> was Rowan. Had awesome. yeah, Jennifer
4: and the black teeth look funny? Yeah, for sure. It's fun. It's like when you it's like when you eat a bunch of candy and your mouth like turns purple. Oh, oh! So are you well? Thank you, Gina. I'm working on it. Got some good stuff coming up. Excited to share it very very soon. Um, Brock. Yes what are you most excited about this month how are you doing on your new year's resolutions like we promised everyone we would be good with uh
3: what i'm most excited about is to eat this dinner with gino in an hour <laughs> once we do this podcast food on the mind um yeah i haven't really eaten today I've been driving um but no yeah been good been working on a script uh which is one of the things i really wanted to work on too and then uh, have been pretty good with the, with, uh, I could definitely read more of the Bible. That's well, definitely something. I'd oh yeah. How's of. the Bible stuff going? It's been, it's been good. Um, I heard this, I watched this really cool, I almost got hit in the face, it felt like. <laughs> Come on, Spencer. Uh, it's funny because in the camera, I'm get actually, a water it looks real closer quick. than it really is. But, uh, <laughs> I watched this sermon and the whole lesson was really amazing with this, uh, Swedish pastor. Actually, he came in as a guest speaker and he was talking about, um, the whole premise of it was I stand for truth even if I stand alone. And kind of sticking with that with like a a really awesome moral compass, you know, and he's talking about David and Goliath, right? And so David stood up to Goliath and um, stood alone, right? So even if it's scary and you do it alone, um, and the funny thing is too, he had some really good lessons about and, and stories about people doing that and then more people coming along right so it's just a, a step into your faith and and having courage and stuff like that but it's been good it's been good man i um, been praying a lot too so kind of just surrendering and trusting that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to and it's been good It's it feels like a weight being lifted off you know and it feels like everything we're doing is you know all in the right direction and it feels right and we're getting to where we need to go and I'm just excited. Life is good. Can't complain.
4: Awesome, man. Yeah, I love that truth um kind of metaphor, that truth statement.
3: I could be better with the workout, though.
4: So. It's um <laughs> truth is it's like what do they say sunlight is the best disinfectant, like um mm. shedding the light of consciousness onto a problem or an issue just the truth will set you free right there's like a million sayings like that where it's um, all about the truth i love it i'm not really articulating it well right now but all good it's, which, um,
3: which is funny because i was like here go- will goes again sound like a genius and i sound like a <laughs> i fumbled greater
4: no nah, dude <laughs> nah uh
3: yeah but what about you how's, how's your uh resolutions going how's everything over there um we've spent quite a few of the first days of the year year we have yeah we've been traveling playing
4: some golf oh my gosh Brock's golf game has improved a ton I'm really proud of him he's crushing the ball no dude it's it's tough um yeah dude I'm stoked for you you're you're at that stage of a golfer where your improvements are going to be exponential for a bit and dude it's crazy when he connects with the ball um he's pounding it he's there were some holes where i'm like i'm like looking at our drives in the fairway like hey getting a little too close to me (laughs) with these drives i'm supposed to be the good golfer here brock's showing me up but no i'm
3: i might have had a good couple of swings but you definitely are the good golfer out of the two of us no
4: dude it's I'm trying to give you a huge compliment. I love you. You're good at you're good at golf now. You love it. You're playing well and I love to see it. Cuz you dude, it's all about golf is like do you want to invest the time into getting better or not? Because no. it's a linear correlation with time spent <coughs> golfing and how well you yeah. play. And There's- you're playing a lot and you're enjoying it and my grandfather told me this when I was young. It's golf is you have to enjoy the struggle. If you don't enjoy the struggle, you won't ever figure it out, right?
3: That's that's what I felt like, even though it was you know, 37 degrees or 42 degrees with a bit of a wind. Um, at least it wasn't the 20, 30 miles an hour they were talking about, but that we thought it was gonna be. But even when it was cold, I think that was the most I've enjoyed golf. Just playing with you, our second day yeah because like even the days i was mi- or the things that i missed or i really messed up you know i and let's just say i had like on a par five right uh when i did an amazing drive right to the center of the fairway the drive in the wood and then the and, well there's actually it was a, a five iron
4: five drive and it and was five right it was
3: right up there and then i messed up my uh my my 60 but normally you can get really upset about that and for me i was just fired up i just had two awesome swings and then i messed up again and i'm like um that part sucks (laughs) but but it's not normally i think what i'm trying to say is i I was more enjoyable and i wasn't getting caught up on the on the 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 misses i was just having fun the whole time and and it didn't carry over the next hole or the next swing or you know the next putt or whatever um and I think that's exactly it. It's like, okay, well, you made a mistake. That's like life. How do we show up and do better the next time around, right? And exactly what you're saying. Like, there's people that, you know, there's an athleticism factor that comes into golf that can help expedite expedite your uh, your, your ability. But at the end of the day, it's time in. It's 10,000 hours. The more time you spend in with golf, the better you're going to – and the more consistent and often you do it, you're just going to get better. There's, there's I feel like there's almost no way around it unless you just – play 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 yeah unless you really just don't put any effort in i guess
4: that's the right mindset dude like you focus on the good shots and you forget the bad ones jack nicholas said i i'm the best putter in the world and the reporter goes why and he goes i have selective amnesia i've forgotten every putt i've ever missed Mm. right so like so you made everyone you nailed it right you're like i was focused on the two good shots i hit Right? Yeah. Like, that's what it's all about.
3: Which means if I have selective amnesia, I have never missed a shot, guys.
4: Right. <laughs> there we go.
3: It's such a fun sport, man. It's really, you, it, it's so, I can't. it's like so particular. Like it, you mess up or you're off just a centimeter in your swing or with the club face being open just a little bit and it'll go tens and, tens of yards tens 20s 30s of yards in the wrong direction or not far at all (laughs) or what and it's like that thing so when you do get it right and then when you get it right more consistently it's like the best feeling ever because you're like i put in the work i put in the time and now i'm seeing the results of of that and it feels great because you're like it's not easy to do no you're off by a centimeter and it takes you off by you know 10 or 100 feet plus sometimes and and uh But it's to getting to that point where you can find that sweet spot, and it like it's it's so much fun.
4: Hell yeah, man! Yeah. Um,
3: Are we gonna go golf? (laughs) I want to go in the morning now. Night golf. We do a little six a.m.er.
4: We um, no, yeah. So I guess as we kind of transition into the podcast coming up, like we're kind of. Go ahead. What, what's up, Spence? Trying oh, to oh, okay. test in the light. Oh, okay. How are we looking? Yeah, it
3: did not help me in any way, shape, or form, but it works. At least it turns on. It does
4: work. Nothing better than just like a bright light right in your face. <laughs> well, I did that last <laughs> night.
3: They had me uh, take all these photos at the Astro Awards. HCA oh, yeah. How Awards. was it? It was fun, man. It was cool. I'd never been to that. and I knew it's kind of new. It's like six years old, I think. Um but a lot of really good, talented people, like the guy, the whole, pretty much I think the whole cast from the boys was there, just about. Oh, cool. They, they won a bunch of awards. <laughs> was
4: Patrick there for Gen V? I don't know. Or the main show?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the main show okay. um, that I saw, but it could have been. Um, and there's a, I mean a bunch of people from all these incredibly uh, awesome shows, and I wasn't even a part of any of, <laughs> any of them. And I go downstairs to what they call like the, the winner's uh, room. Where winter, everyone winter they go circle, they go and baby. yeah, they get their they take some photos, do some interviews, um, get some, you know, gift bags, stuff like that. But I went down and, and one of the photographers recognized me and had me come step in for all these photos. And then next thing I knew I'm holding puppies and Puppies. Pe- yeah, Petco did uh was sponsoring one of the sponsors. Um and they uh they had all these puppies up for adoption and there was this oh little husky gosh, that they handed that me dude. Died. I, I was dude it was it was unreal so like i just fell in love with this little puppy and was hanging out with her all night speaking
4: of puppies where's, where's the puppy there
3: was penny at but um the event was really nice uh it was fun to see friends and meet some new people and connect with people dude one there was one of the videographers uh that was shooting the interviews downstairs was like no way man he pulls up his phone and, and shows a photo of me from 2015 doing workouts on the beach for some German TV show Um, really yeah it was like one of the first interviews when I started popping off on Instagram Um, but he was the guy that shot it and he's like it's so funny that we're running into each other again
4: how cool is that
3: yeah almost it was eight years ago now nine years Jeez.
4: was that the GQ one you did in Germany is that the one no
3: I did that one I I, well, yeah those are GQ events and I did a bunch of stuff out there with them but I actually did one at Runyon Canyon with GQ um they braided my hair up all, all ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> um just to be different but uh I can't remember what it was I think it was yeah I, I, it's too long ago for me to remember what network it was but I mean it was amazing I got to do a lot of work and got to travel to Ger- I've been to Germany probably 10 plus times now and made films out there and done GQ awards and a lot of really cool stuff Germany's Germany's It's very different going to a smaller country, um, because like you come here and it's there's so many (coughs) a list talent people. So you go to GQ Awards and you're like standing next to, you know, Snoop Dogg and Margot Robbie and you know Gal Gadot and everywhere. Then you go there and they're there too, but there's not as many people. And I feel like, to me, it was like when I was early on in my career, it gave me a taste of like what it feels like to actually be famous I guess I could say um, but everyone's more it's more like uh, inclusive and it's a it's really great place to network a lot of those those places overseas in Europe too um, and then it's fun running into friends like when you run into a friend on a carpet that you don't know is going to be there in a different country or like at an event or something like that it's like it's crazy you're like what are the chances that we're oh both hell yeah. here it's pretty cool
4: dude I'm glad it went well that's great
3: yeah it was fun it was a fun event
4: um i have a question <clears throat> good if, if so like that warner brothers tom cruise stuff what would be the number one movie you'd want tom cruise and warner Brothers <clears throat> to make dang
3: i mean would it be in line it would have to would it be in line with something anything anything
4: done? yeah yeah anything even if it's like a paramount ip or something yeah
3: I mean, are they doing another Top Gun? I probably. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. You said Interview with the Vampire. That's one of my favorite movies.
4: Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I haven't I seen that. When was
3: the last time we saw, you know, Brad and Tom on the screen together? I can't think. I don't know.
4: They did a reboot of that, didn't they?
3: It was a show. A show? It was, okay. It was very different, but I actually, okay. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think I would, but I, I did enjoy that. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What would it be? It would be. I would obviously want him to do some kind of big action. I'm trying to think if there's like some video game, like you know, War of the Worlds, or uh, or maybe not even War of the Worlds, the, the day after tomorrow, like type thing. But like something like that. Not that stuff. But is there like a like I'm thinking not this, but you know, like in the in the realm of like God of War or something. Like that. I want to yeah, see him. I, I want to see him take on some crazy maybe video game IP that uh, everybody's been dying to see.
4: Oh, uh, Gina, anything with Brock in it and Willis, one of the producers. Now we're talking. Let's go. Now we're talking. I yeah, love it. We should, we should
3: make, it. make that a goal um, before the end of the year. Find a project outside of what we're already doing uh, to develop together. That'd be fun.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, do, have we do have a lot. We're right developing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Heck yeah. I'm 445. We're doing good on time. Um We do another
3: five minutes, maybe? Five, ten minutes?
4: Yeah. Um we covered Oh, here we go. We have a special guest.
3: We might be able to get me in a kilt at one point, guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing, bro?
4: Special guest coming in. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, Penny's coming in hot. And he's saying hi. You? Can you see it? You Gino in, nice? in the house. We hard, so you nice oh, you're oh, joking, gosh. dude. Right? Holy. Nice that's amazing. It. I was just trying to get about a camera on that. Too, Thank you, bro. And we'll continue. Let's do it. Here, I'll try to get a better view that's, of it. Yeah, so that's okay. Gino, everybody. Uh, we're doing the doing podcast with him.
3: Yeah. And uh, we'll get after it. We're about to. We're about to have some.
4: Look at that guy
3: right Okay, stop there. showing it to them and let me have some, bro.
4: <laughs> you know, dude,
3: who said it in the chat? Someone just said in the chat, pizza sounds amazing right now. I saw that. I know you couldn't hear anything I just said because Spencer's oh, beating, right. beating up my Cheers. case over there. <laughs> Cheers. Bracky. Oh, let's go. Can I hold it? Yeah, I'm trying not to get the biggest one. Oh, it's so good. Mmm. <laughs> It's now turned
4: into an ASMR. Is that what it's called? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, perfect transition into our next segment. Mmm. Oh yeah.
0: Mmm.
3: That is so good. That's insane. Who's uh, who's the guy that does all the pizza ratings? Uh. Um,
4: oh yeah. Barstool,
3: Barstool Sports. Yeah, the guy who owns Barstool. Jay Bortnoy. That's it. I think he would. He would. That would be
4: high nines. High Portnoy, nines. Yeah, Bortnoy's yeah. giving this a yeah. ten out of ten. Um, well, heck yeah, we're we're about to do a fun pod with Gino, and um, what, we're actually going to have a quick turnaround on it. We're going to film it and probably release it if not a week from today, definitely by two weeks from today. Um, so we'll have a quick turnaround on it and um, it's gonna be something new and fun and we're excited to uh, shoot it and film it with you, film it and
3: share it yeah. with you guys. We got a lot of different, I just wanna show you guys a little BTS, Spencer's back there, you kinda see all the cameras. Wilbur. Heyo. Well yeah, we're gonna dive in. We're going to shoot this a little different. We're going to have a handheld vert little thing. Uh, maybe some stuff with GoPro. It's going to look really cool. Um, Gino's the man. It's to, this is just going to be fun. We're going to have some fun for the next hour and a half, hour. Our yeah. own
4: little like, chef's table.
0: That's up.
3: There it is. But yeah, thank you, I'm not you, trying everybody. to rush off so I can eat pizza, but I'm trying to rush off so I can eat pizza, guys.
4: I appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, we'll definitely have more warnings on live streams in the future and uh, do them more often so yeah thank you guys brock final word
5: Mm.
3: (laughs) see you when i see you You guys have have a great rest of your night and uh thanks for popping on and we will see you on the next one
4: thanks for tuning in to studio 22
1: And even...
5: Checkout's not until 4, so...
1: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
5: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
1: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, small business success stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's